Hey, today's motivational quote comes from Sugar Ray Robinson. Now, Sugar Ray Robinson said, to be a champ, you have to believe in yourself when nobody else will. I'm going to say that one more time. To be a champ, you have to believe in yourself when nobody else will. Now, I love this quote from Sugar Ray Robinson because it applies to you. That's right. You as an English learner, you're going to have days where you feel like there's no hope. Days where you feel frustrated. Days where you look at other English learners that seem to be ahead of you. And you may feel like giving up, but Sugar Ray, he said, in order to be a champ, in order to achieve success, you have to believe in yourself. Now, as your English teacher, I believe in you. I think that you can accomplish and reach all of your goals. You're already learning another language, but it's important for you to believe in yourself. Every day you're learning something new. Remind yourself of how amazing you actually are. And just like Sugar Ray Robinson said once again, remember that to be successful, you have to believe in yourself. So I'll say this quote one more time, and I want you to remember this today. To be a champ, you have to believe in yourself when nobody else will. Never forget that you are a champ and I want you to believe in yourself today. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear new English words, expressions, and so much more. You will also learn how to think creatively in English and express yourself like a native English speaker. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now in today's episode, you are going to learn new vocabulary words and expressions that will help you speak English fluently about being clean. Now, I guarantee you are going to love this episode and you're going to learn a lot. But before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you about today's English resource. That's right. Today's English resource is actually my English app, the English with Tiffany app. Now, thousands of students around the world are already using the app. They're learning how to improve their pronunciation. They're practicing real English conversations and so much more. So I want to make sure that you download the app right now. 
That's right. Push pause, download the app. It's available on Android and on also iPhone. So you can get the app and start practicing. You'll love it. There are games connected to the lessons that will help you learn and enjoy the process. So again, download the English with Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-I app right now. All right, now let's jump right in. So for today, we have two English vocabulary words. And the first vocabulary word we have for today is pristine. One more time after me, pristine. All right, very good. Now, pristine just means clean and fresh as new, spotless or unspoiled, perfect, no flaws, nothing wrong. We say pristine. Now, I want to tell you a real quick story about my grandfather. He has since passed away. He's not here with us anymore. But there's something I can never forget about my grandfather. This is my dad's dad. He was clean. He always had his clothes ironed to perfection. He even ironed, he even creased his blue jeans. That's right. He always ironed everything. And no matter where he was, people could say, whoo, he looks good. His clothes look pristine because they were always nice. I remember, um, right before he passed away, a few months before he passed away, we had went to his apartment and he was okay at that time. He was getting a little bit sick, but he was still okay, able to talk. But when we walked in his apartment, he actually was ironing a pair of jeans. Now my granddad was in his late eighties when he passed away, but he still wanted all of his clothes to be in pristine condition. Maybe your grandfather is the same. Maybe your grandfather loves ironing his clothes and looking nice. Now my dad followed in my grandfather's footsteps and my dad also irons his jeans and he makes sure that all of his clothes are pristine. All right, so let's check out some example sentences now that you understand what pristine means and also how to use it. Here's the first example sentence. I love visiting Fran. Her house is pristine. All right. Sentence number two. When I get back home, I want the house clean. Make sure it's pristine. Now, remember, I'm giving you these example sentences. You can always go to my website, speakenglishwithtiffany.com and click the podcast area and you'll see all of these notes. All right. Now let's do the last sentence for pristine. Here we go. Sentence number three, Gina would rather have an unclean house than one in pristine condition. All right. Good job. So we had the word one more time after me, pristine. Excellent. All right. Now our second vocabulary word is messy. One more time after me, messy. Excellent. Now, messy just means untidy or dirty. Again, untidy 
or dirty. Now, I want to tell you a story that really connects to this word. And this is a story that is close to home. So when I was younger, um, the first house we lived in when we moved to Maryland was a townhouse. And my room was right next to my sister's room. Now I am five years younger than my sister. So, you know, when you're younger, you always want to be around your bigger sister. Your big sister is kind of the one you really want to play with. At this time, my sister was about 17 or maybe she was 16 years old and I was 11. So she was used to hanging with her other teenage friends. And so she didn't want to hang out with her 11 year old sister, but I still wanted to hang out with her. So I remember one day, very clearly, my sister was in her room on her, on the phone with her friends, but I really wanted to be around her. So I knocked on the door and I opened the door. Now her room, it was quite messy. There were things all over the floor. So I walked into her room. I was trying to step lightly over everything. And when she saw me, she said, Tiff, get out of my room because she was on the phone talking to her friends. So I just laughed and I turned around trying to run out of her room. Remember I said her room was quite messy. When I turned around to run out, I slipped and fell and my knee hit her kind of like a treasure box, treasure chest, but it was glass and it broke. But I jumped up quickly because of adrenaline and I ran out of the room. And then my sister screamed and I looked down and there was blood pulsating from my leg. The glass had cut my leg and the cut was super deep. I still have the scar to this day. I had to be rushed to the emergency room. I had to get stitches. My mom was concerned. Again, it ended up being okay. I did have to get stitches and I was uh, on crutches for a while, but my sister's room was messy. So I fell and hurt my leg. Now I know I shouldn't have been in there, but <laughs> you understand though, right? Because the room was messy, I fell and hurt my leg. Now, maybe your room is messy too sometimes. <laughs> All right. So we understand that messy just means untidy or dirty. Now let's listen to, let's hear some example sentences. Here we go. Sentence number one, Margo's house is so messy. I cannot fathom eating there. Sentence number two, his car is messy and has trash all over the seats. And finally, sentence number three, she hates a messy kitchen and makes sure to clean every night before bed. All right, good job. So one more time after me, both vocabulary words we had again, messy. Very good. And the first one we had was pristine. Excellent. All right, now let's move on to our English expressions for today. Now, the first expression we have for today is spruce up. One more time after me, a little bit tricky, spruce up. Excellent. Now, remember, if you ever want to practice pronunciation, you need help making sounds properly, download the app. Again, today's resource, English with Tiffany, that app, and I teach you how to make sounds properly in English. All right. So spruce up the meaning to make someone or something look cleaner, neater, 
or more attractive. We say spruce up to make something look better, cleaner, more attractive. All right. So let me tell you this quick story. Um, uh, about the word spruce up, this expression spruce up, excuse me. I want to tell you about something that actually happened to one of my friends. So one of my friends, um, she doesn't live in America. She lives in another country, but we went to school together, college together. And we were talking a while ago and she said that she was out with a group of friends and, The group of friends, among the group of friends, there was one guy and he had brought his guy friend, a guy that she didn't know. Let's say his name was Brian. Now, Brian was an individual that she had never seen before. But Brian, the first time she saw Brian, he was a little bit scruffy. He wasn't really, you know, his hair didn't look really nice. He just was a regular guy. He kind of had a beard that hadn't been cut or trimmed in a while. His hair hadn't been cut in a while. He wasn't homeless, but you know, COVID basically, he wasn't able to go to the barber. So Brian was not really a guy that she was attracted to. So she said everything was fine. The first time they all met, they hung out and had a great time. Now, fast forward a few weeks, they all decided to hang out again. But this time, Brian looked a little bit different. You see, Brian had gotten a haircut. Brian had spruced himself up a bit and my friend said, ooh, Brian was looking good. You see, that's what happens when you spruce yourself up a bit. You look even more attractive. So my friend told me that Brian, after he spruced himself up, looked so good that she even considered maybe dating Brian if he approached her. (laughs) So we had a good laugh. Uh, She didn't have a picture of Brian. I wanted to see what he looked like, but that is what happens when you spruce yourself up. All right. Makes sense. So maybe that has happened to you as well, where you met someone and then you met them a second time after they spruced themselves up. All right, this is up. So here we go. Let me give you some example sentences using this expression. Sentence number one, the party was at eight. So Ian decided to spruce up before the guests arrived. All right. Sentence number two. Alan had a big presentation at work, but asked Cindy for help to spruce it up and make it more enticing for the viewers. And finally, sentence number three, my hair was a mess, but I made a quick appointment to spruce it up before my big date. All right. So one more time after me, spruce up. Excellent. All right, now let's go to our second English expression for today. The second English expression is pig pen. One more time after me, pig pen. All right, good job. So pig pen just means an extremely dirty or untidy room or area. All right. Very messy. We learned messy, untidy and not clean at all. So I want to tell you 
about an apartment that I moved into. Now, this was actually when I was in South Korea and I had to move into another apartment because I was moving to a different school and I was okay with that. My friend and I, we were going to live together. And when we got to the apartment, usually at that time, when a new teacher was going to move into a, an apartment, the previous teacher or teachers would move their things out and prepare for the brand new teacher or teachers. However, there were gentlemen that lived in the apartment before myself and my friend moved in. And one of the gentlemen, his room was not a problem at all. It was very tidy. It was clean. He left it very nice, but the kitchen and the second bedroom. Oh my goodness. They were an entirely different story. The kitchen was a pig pen. There were roaches in the kitchen. There were roaches in the bedroom. There was so much mess that my friend and I, we were baffled. And again, not both of the guys, just one of the guys just maybe had a busy lifestyle and he wasn't able to clean up, but it was a pig pen. And it took my friend and I almost a month to get everything cleaned and to get rid of the roaches. Now I'm a very clean person and my friend, she's also a very clean person. So it was a traumatic experience for both of us, but we worked hard, worked together, and we finally were able to get rid of all of the mess, all of the roaches and everything. And we turned that pig pen into a very clean and tidy apartment. Now, in the midst of everything that was going on, I had to call my mother in America. I called one of my close friends because we could not figure out how to get rid of the roaches. It was really, really bad. So my friend that was in America, when I told her what was going on, she said, okay, Tiff, uh, there's this stuff called boric acid. So if you are in America and having a problem with a roach, get boric acid. It, it's kind of a poison. So you have to be careful. If you have little children, um, but you put it on the floor and all the creases and all the cracks and you leave it down for about a day or two. And of course the roaches will come, they'll eat it and it actually kills off the roaches. And that's how we got rid of them. And we were finally able to breathe and enjoy the apartment. So it was a pig pen when we moved in, but we cleaned it up. Maybe you've experienced something like that. It was really a traumatic experience. <laughs> All right. So let me go over three example sentences that use pig pen. Here we go. Sentence number one. The children had toys all over the floor, making the apartment look like a pig pen. Sentence number two, my car is a pig pen. I have old coffee mugs and candy wrappers everywhere. And sentence number three, as a mom, Elena did not allow her home to become a pig pen. Each night before bed, her children had to clean up their mess. All right. So one more time after me, we had two expressions. The first English expression was again, spruce up. Very good. And the second one was pig pen. Excellent. All right. Now I think you may know what time it is. Come on, 
Hey, 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 is story time and you know what happens for story time i take the words and expressions from today's episode and make a creative story again hopefully this story will help you not only remember the words and expressions but it will make it easier for you to use them in real life so we have pristine messy spruce up and pig pen All right, so today I want to tell you a story. And this story is about a guy named Sam. Sam was a great guy. Sam had lots of friends, but Sam had one prized possession. It was Sam's black all black leather interior, chrome wheels. Sam had a black Acura. It was Sam's pride and joy. And he kept his car, this Acura in pristine condition. Whenever people saw Sam driving down the road, they would pause and turn because it was the most pristine car they had ever seen. And Sam was proud of himself. Now, Sam, also had a family. Sam had a wife and three kids. Now you know how it is with kids. When you have kids, it's sometimes very hard to keep things clean. Sam's kids, he loved them, but they were a little bit messy. They liked playing in paint and Play-Doh and they usually got things messy. So Sam told his kids, Hey, when you come in my car, Don't bring any food and no liquids. I want my car to stay in pristine condition. So this kid says, okay, daddy, we won't bring anything in the car. So one day Sam was getting ready to go to the barber. He wanted to kind of spruce himself up because he and his wife were going to go on an anniversary trip. They were finally going to get out of the house, send the kids to his parents, and they were going to have an anniversary trip, and he wanted to look his best. So Sam went to the barber shop, and he he got out of his car, closed the door, looked at it, and again, he just shook his head and said, mm, this car looks good. Walked into the barber shop, sat in his barber's chair, and his barber was getting ready to spruce him up and you know give him a nice haircut. And as he was sitting in the chair, the barber said, hey, Sam, isn't that your daughter? And Sam said, what do you mean? He said, isn't that your daughter? And Sam looked out the window and he saw his daughter in the backseat of his car. Now, Sam thought he had left everyone at home, but actually his daughter had snuck into the backseat of his car. Now, his daughter was only four years old, the youngest one. So Sam told his barber, hold on, man, one second. Let me go out, you know, to get my daughter. So Sam walked out of the barber shop and he was just about to open the door when he noticed something on the seat 
of his car. As Sam looked closer, he realized that his daughter had brought her juice box and she accidentally had spilled all of the juice over his black leather seats. And in an attempt to clean it up before her daddy came to the car, she was using Clorox wipes and he could see his seats changing colors. He could see things getting destroyed. And that's when his daughter realized that someone was standing at the door and she looked up and saw her daddy and there were tears almost welling up in her eyes because she was trying to clean it up fast. She knew that it looked like a pig pen now in her dad's car because she had spilled the juice and she'd also spilled her snacks. But then Sam unlocked the door and opened it. His daughter said, daddy, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He said, honey, it's okay. He said, now I know, I know it. It looks, it looks bad, but I'm just happy that you're okay. You see his wife had been texting him because she could not find their daughter, but Sam had missed all of the texts because his phone was on silent. But as he had walked out to his car and right before he got to the door, he looked at his phone and saw his wife's text. And that's when he looked again and saw his daughter and said, you know what? It's okay. My car may be a pig pen, but you're my munchkin and you're okay. She wiped her tears from her eyes and held her arms and put her arms in the air. And she said, daddy, I love you. And he picked up his daughter, hugged her and said, I love you too. Now, even though Sam's car was no longer in pristine condition on the inside, his heart was happy and his daughter was safe. All right. I hope you enjoyed that story. It was more of a serious story, but you see the love of a parent exceeds the love of an object. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you learned a lot of the word from the words. Hope you use them today and also the expressions. Don't forget to download the English with Tiffany app. My app will help you speak English fluently, perfect your pronunciation, practice English conversation, and so much more. So download it now and join in on the fun. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to continue improving your English fluency, all you have to do is click the link in the description to get today's special English resource. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.